Hello. You found your way <laughs> to this corner of the internet. It's deep. <laughs> the corner where the parrot nest has its home. Uh-huh. I am your host, Cole, joined by my assistant. <laughs> Gosh, you're the worst. Leah. <clears throat> We're actually co-hosts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to stop saying that we're going to record this podcast every month. Because it's a lie at this point. And it makes me so upset. Um, The last episode was uh, recorded on August 30th. It is uh, November 17th today. Mm -hmm. So... Long time later. That means it's (laughs) been at least two and a half months. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how we do this. Um, But we end up always putting it off. Or whatever. So, that's just, just where we're at up. in life, guys. If you're wondering, how can they just be that unorganized they can't sit down for an hour into a podcast? Well, that's exactly what it sounds like. Um, or it is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. So, I think, honestly, today is just going to be mostly just updating on what kind of all the things that have happened in there. We've had vacations and... Birthdays, mm-hmm. and you had a birthday too. And my birthday. Cole and Asher had so birthdays. So all that stuff. So we're gonna talk about In all the that. Summer, mm-hmm. Trees just dropping fruit. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna talk about that and everything in between. Mm-hmm. Um, to start, we'll probably update just where the boys are in their life. Mm-hmm. Callum is nine months old. Asher is. Two years old. He turned two Monday, which was two days ago. Mm-hmm. And the most exciting thing um, is I cried again. Just <laughs> even r- trying to write the birthday post for Asher, which we can talk about. He is a wreck. Yeah, I'm getting really bad. It's really bad. I was, like, sitting there, and Cole's just sniffing, and I was like, oh, no, Cole has that Sniff. snuff. Or uh, stuffy nose that Asher had. And I was like, Cole, are you feeling okay? He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I literally. He's just sitting at the table, just like silent, kind of crying. While he's writing this Facebook post about Asher's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and then I had to, uh, I went and sat by Leah because I thought it would make me feel better. And then I started making it kind of worse. And I was like, I have to go like cool off. To go play video games, kill some fake guys. <laughs> yeah, I literally had to like go distract myself. Like I just couldn't. I was like kept. And he's, I was like very raw at it. that point. It's very yeah. sensitive. Um. But anyways, okay. Let's update. Where's Callum at? He's nine months old. But what does that mean? Two and a half months ago, Callum couldn't even really sit up by himself. He could sit up, but it was not confident. Now, Callum eats baby food and crawls and pull himself pulls himself up and is is the stage before well I guess he's not quite the stage before but he's pulling himself up and standing and yeah crawls around not walking yet but he's, um, he's definitely moving 
talking, well, he's not talking, but obviously like, doing a lot of babbling, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff says that, 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 that. That, 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 Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's on the move. clapping his hands. I think he does that on purpose. He's really, the well, tonight it was really cute, the introduction to Bluey. The show, it goes, dun, 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 dun. and Callum's just arms start shooting up and down like he's playing the drums or something, and he starts clapping along. <laughs> so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Super hyped about Bluey. Yeah, very cute. Uh, and he's still pretty easy going. He's a sweet boy. He's a little bit emotional. Yeah. And then, who would you say, Cal? Mm-hmm. He's a little bit emotional, but he—I think he's a little bit more um, attached than Asher was. He doesn't like to be watched by other people very much. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Yeah, but he's moving along. Mm-hmm. So. And then Asher turned two. He still doesn't really talk. There's no progress in that front, which we went to his two-year-old doctor or two-year appointment, and the doctor told me that I maybe need to talk to a specialist. Not a specialist, but someone that can do therapy for that. So we'll probably do that. Not looking forward to it, but he really isn't talking like at all. He doesn't even say mom or dad. He he'll sit at the table and say more. Or when he sees his water that he wants, he says wah-wah, but the doctor says he should be stringing a couple words together by now and and had yeah. at least 50 words that he says. And right now, I think he probably has 10 that he says very inconsistently. Yeah, and it stresses me out. Yeah, honestly. we're both kind of stressed about it. So, I've been, like, we've been trying to get Asher to talk, and one of the tactics we've tried to employee or whatever is um i we have like a bowl of candy that we like calls word candies yeah and it worked like the first time and then Uh, hasn't since it worked like the first day great and then today he literally not today just literally we couldn't get him to do it yeah anytime from the first day on i mean he just doesn't do it so it's essentially like we'll give him i'll say asher say a word and then i'd say say mama and then give him, if he says mama, then you give him a candy and try to do it like that. And we even try, like, Leo say, like, say mama, and then I will say mama, and Leo will give me a candy. And um, yeah. Asher still doesn't do it. No. So, anyways, we're stressing out. Well, I'm stressing out. But also, people, you know, I think a lot of people I talk to, and honestly, even kids I see at the park or whatnot, I'll see little two-year-olds and, like, talk to their parents and, and – a lot of people are like, yeah, my, I mean, my kid didn't talk till they were like two and a half or whatever. So I feel like it's not like the most uncommon thing in the world. But but then the way the doctor was acting, I honestly think that they're just, they don't understand how he doesn't talk like at all. Who doesn't understand? People that are like, oh, my kid didn't do that. Or my kid did that. I think either they're just being nice or they don't understand that he's like not talking at all like he doesn't even say mama and dad he doesn't even say the words that he knows right he does say a few more he says remote for remote when he wants to change the movie or watch tv he says more he says more and he says wah wah and he'll say car sometimes 
But yeah. other than that, that's it. But he understands everything. So that's one of the things that I was right. reading that it, that mattered a lot. They said that it was a lot different if maybe they don't understand, you know. He understands what all these things are. If I say go get this or on your butt or whatever, like he understands all that stuff. But yeah. Anyways, now we have to look into doing some maybe some speech therapy, so. So that'll be fun. But I'm really excited for him to start talking. I really want him to. And it just makes it easier. Kids at two years old, they're cognitively so much further along than they are motor skill-wise. So it's just so much more helpful if they have a vocabulary that helps them express what they want and what they need to express to keep them from getting worked up so yeah i think it's really important so i i don't know i think i think no matter what we'll always probably stress about our kids and the things they are doing and probably the things they are doing and all those kind of things in between Mm -hmm. but this is just the start of that because you always are you know you're hoping you're when they're such babies you know you don't know you know developmentally what's going on there and then they start to get older and you kind of just are stressing out. You want them to obviously have stay on kind of the, the average line and develop normally and it just makes you worried. Right. So that's where I'm at. Worried but about that. Asher still hasn't changed much. His favorite games is to play with swords with sticks and he loved it was so cute ever since I think I talked about Cole's grandparents coming to visit and them eating the fruit off the tree even though it wasn't ripe well then it got ripe and there were a million apples and a million pears and Asher knew that he could get the fruit off the trees and he would go and pick there's one tree that's super low and he would go pick two apples one for each hand and start just eating it no matter no matter how many times he would fall and get it fall in the dirt he'd kind of look at it for a second and then I guess he would just decide that it was fine and put it back in his mouth again <laughs> uh-huh. but he would always look at it like but it's pretty cute it's fun that he can do that but all our apples and everything are probably I haven't eaten one off the tree lately since it got really cold of you mm-hmm. are they good I think I had one on like Saturday or something like that it was fine Really? A little soft. Not like soft, but like not as crisp. But yeah, I mean, they're definitely coming to the end. They're very, I mean, they're, they're there. They're at the end. The pears all, I mean, the pears got ripe way faster than the apples did. But they all just fell off the tree in one day. It was crazy. One day they just all, we looked outside. It was cold and windy out. And I was like, I better go pick pairs because we're not going to be able to do it again and they had just all fallen off the mm-hmm. tree that day was... and we wanted to pick what you know all the ones that have fallen from the tree as well because it got so windy but there were no survivors they all fall they're all too ripe and they just fall and splat well, not just splat yeah and they just got yeah like crushed or like just little, like little dings mm-hmm. in it which then you know just turn brown and like get all mushy so fast but we did have a ton of fruit this year and we we bought like a little apple picker basket thing Mm -hmm. on a pole that reaches up like 10 feet or or more and um picked a ton we made pear jam Mm -hmm. ton of it we have a bunch of um not peeled but like 
just Frozen. sliced pears that we can do something with. Yeah. Um, and then our friends took some. Yeah, so. gave a bunch away. Gave a lot of apples and pears away, but we didn't process or do anything with any apples. Honestly, it was just, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of time to just pick the fruit. And Callum is at an yeah. age where if he's outside, he has to be held because you can't just put him down on a blanket or something because he'll find something to put in his mouth. Yeah, that's another thing with Callum is he's eating everything he finds. Yeah, he's anything at that stage he puts where in his mouth. Everything goes in his mouth from the floor. And we don't have carpet, so everything's hard, and so he just finds every little crumb mm -hmm. that's on the ground. And so, yeah. That has been rough. Um, <laughs> but, but so we didn't get as many apples or anything picked as we would like. Yeah, but we gave a ton or, away. Or frozen, I guess. Because we don't have any frozen for like pies or anything. We didn't do, we literally didn't, we just ate apples. We didn't do anything with them. Yeah, we, we just didn't have the capacity. Yeah. We have a bunch, or we had a bunch that we were going to make uh, drinks. Cider. Cider. But, but again, apparently the recipe I saw was like three hours. Jeez, that and can't so be every time I looked, it looked like because it's just it's literally you boil the juice out of those apples, and so you just sit there and simmer it and like get all of the flavor out of the apples. It takes like three hours because hmm. we don't have an apple crusher. Dang. Well, we'll see about next year. Next year we'll see what happens if we get as many. Next apples. year we'll be more prepared. Yeah. We always say that. <laughs> and uh, we'll see what happens. We heard from a lot of people that had fruit trees this year that, like, it, it was, was just, like, an un unprecedented year mm -hmm. for apples and fruit. So we'll see mm -hmm. what happens next year. And then what else has happened? The kids. We went on vacation October 6th, I think. We left for vacation. We left... On a cool evening at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Children in tow. Our friends Jeremiah and Lexi went with us. God bless them. So we went to Florida on vacation for a week. Um, and it was super fun. It was really fun. And we talked about traveling last time. Mm -hmm. um, we traveled, right? Yeah. On this podcast. And so... We went to Tennessee. If you... If our... Uh, loyal followers remember <laughs> we went to Tennessee when Asher was how old like 10 months uh 11 months it was October then as well yeah I think yeah so um and that was okay with Asher it went okay it was stressful and it uh, nothing changed nothing changed but we did remember to not forget the diaper bag at the security. We did remember, thankfully, because they sat there and held it for like 10 minutes. Yeah, but um, we did leave, like Leah said, at like 2 in the morning, and so... Our flight was at 5.45, I think. Yeah, and our hope was that the kids would fall asleep, which kind of worked. It did work. It completely worked. We went to the airport. Asher woke up before we got to our parking spot. We parked... Both boys woke up and did not fall back asleep until we were on the airplane. Yeah. And so in the airport was horrible. Probably one of the top five most stressful hours of my life. But we made it through. We made it to <laughs> This the, time? Oh, gosh. I was so stressed. Why? 
when I thought we were going to miss our flight. I thought Cole was going to miss the flight oh, at some point. Boy. Cole didn't get on the flight until he we forgot to get tags or we didn't get tags on, okay, our, well, let's on our stroller. Start I mean, do we beginning. want to talk about the whole? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what, kind of what matters. So um, we get to the airport oh. after having to take a bus with a stroller and two children in two car seats to the airport. We have to take this little shuttle bus. They're very nice about it, but it was a pain in the butt. And then we get to the airport, we get in line. This thing was my bad. I said that we needed to talk to someone because we have a stroller and two car seats and they're not gonna let us check it if we do the self-checkout, which was going a million times faster. So we stand in line to talk to someone to do it for literally an hour until this lady walks up and I'm like waving her down. Like, do we need to be in this line? Because I'm at this point, I completely doubt myself, but we're more than halfway, so I don't know what to do. And she says no and goes and gets our tickets, and, but it's been an hour. We go to security. Security's pretty fast. Well, they check our bags. That's yeah, it. they check our bags and Asher's car seat. So we have our stroller, the car seat, the Callum is in, in the car seat, and in the stroller, in the stroller and... What? And that's it. We didn't bring a carry-on, right? Well, just the backpacks. Just the just a back, just the diaper bag. And then we go to oh, and you had a backpack. Yeah. But then we go through security with the stroller. And if you've ever been to the airport at security with children, you have to take everything apart. You have to take the children out of the seats. You have to take the car seat. The well, I guess the car seat doesn't have to come apart, but it has to come out of the stroller. The stroller has to get taken apart. Um, and you have to carry your kids through and sit there and wait for your diaper bag because your diaper bag is going to get set aside because you have, like, formula in there and and wipes. and And so I'm sitting there waiting for the bag because I send Cole on because at this point we're we're a family and so we're allowed to board early and mm-hmm. we booked Southwest and they don't let you reserve your seats in Southwest. It's all first come first serve. So if you're in a family and you don't board with family boarding, then you're all not going to get to sit together. Pretty much. And we were with our friends Jeremiah and Lexi and we wanted to sit with those two so that we could have three seats all next to each other and then one seat across the aisle because we were told over the phone that we all that the two of us won't be able to sit together because we both have infants and there's only about to be one infant per row lap child lap child yeah per row so anyways moving it along a little bit we (laughs) i just want to get to the point where it's like we get to you the mean gate right before I was saying. <laughs> no, <Right> before <laughs> it took a while to get there, but you wanted to talk. No, about I mostly wanted to talk just about this part, <laughs> the stressful this, part. For yes. You. <laughs> well, the stressful part that you were like talking about. So we get to the, the gate. Okay. I've gone through security, waiting for the bag. We get through the get to the gate, and I had sent Cole ahead to get tags for the the stroller. 
at the desk, the kiosk or whatever you call it for Southwest Airlines. Because they won't do that when you're originally checking in, I guess. It's just stupid. Yeah, and so, which is what we did previously, which is why I asked him to go do that. But he didn't. We got to the front of the line in the family line, and the guy says, you need tags for that stroller, but I'll scan your your tickets so you don't have to wait in line. You can just go ahead. And I said, well, I'll take... Yeah, but it's not like I had time to go get in, like, to go grab a tag, and, like, we just stood there. We literally got to the gate as they were, like, boarding, or about to start family boarding. Right. Yeah. You were already there. No, not for... I was with the boys. I had just walked up. You were waiting for me, standing there. I was with the boys because I was going to try and change their diapers, and I stood at family, the family bathroom line, trying to get in to go change their diapers, Uh which never eventually happened. Okay. Well, also there was a massive line at the kiosk anyway. There was not. So that's the real reason. But we get to the kiosk, or we get there. He says you can't board without getting tags on this. but I'll scan your tickets so that when you do get your ticket, your tags for your stroller, I'll let you, you can just get on. So I get on with Asher so that I can try and save seats. I'll put Asher in the seat next to me so that nobody will sit there and they don't know that Asher doesn't have a seat. Mm-hmm. And so then I, we go, we get seated. It's all worked out great. And then I look up and the, Flight attendants are closing the baggage, Mm -hmm. carry-on, storage Mm -hmm. things, and I think Cole's going to miss the flight because I'm like, they don't know that Cole isn't on the flight because he already got his tag scanned, his ticket scanned. Mm -hmm. And so we're just sitting there. Jeremiah and I look at each other with, like, wide eyes, and then we look towards the front, and nobody's coming. Yeah, because like, I'm <laughs> sitting in this line that's huge because, again, this is the weekend that, like... Do you guys remember when Southwest Airline pilots all revolted and didn't go to work? Well, that's what they some people say, but also... That's what happened. That's what they avoided saying, but that's what happened. I don't know, maybe. Um, but either way, a lot of flights were canceled, um, and there was no... Um, so there was so like a ton of people canceled. So these lines were like so full at the kiosk because there was flights being canceled. There's all these people trying to write or change their do flights. standby, yeah. change flights, whatever it was. And so I'm sitting there and the guy at the front who scanned the tickets, like he's helping other people get boarded and he sees me the whole time. And I think he's kind of feeling bad. Like he should have done this anyway at the beginning. And then he finally comes over to me and says, all right, let me get that for you. And, and grabs the tag, puts it on my thing. Because I keep looking back at him, like, making eye contact, like, don't forget about me. Don't forget about me. Just in case. Um, but he didn't. And then he got me tagged up and sent me down the old jetway or whatever mm-hmm. it's called. And, and then I boarded, and it was relieving for it Leah. so scary. <laughs> yeah. But Nicole had Callum with him, too. And I'm sitting there thinking, I have all the formula. Have I'll have the backpack and the formula. Like, even if Cole does get left, he has nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, playing, I'm thinking it all through my head. But none of that mattered. Yeah. And the boys were great on the flight. The whole flight. Mm-hmm. Both ways, actually. 
the way home was was non-eventful. We had it figured out at that point. So hopefully yeah. we'll go back and listen to this episode and everything that we did wrong because the next time we fly will be in a very long time. Yeah. And but honestly, it was so good because they slept so long, you know. Yeah, Asher struggled on the second flight a little bit. He did sleep, but probably for only like an hour instead of three hours. So, but then, I mean, we got to Florida and we spent a week of just like relaxing. Um, We saw my family and stuff like that, but we did some events and went, you know, went like see some gators. Went to see some gators into the aquarium. But it was just mostly, mostly stayed, went to the beach and went and ate good food. And we had a pool at our Airbnb. Which was awesome. We just relaxed. We went to Sarasota in case anybody is wanting to go to Florida. It was awesome. And Sarasota, the beach at Sarasota was far superior if you have children, I feel like. You mean Siesta Key? Yeah, the Siesta Key, which apparently is rated the number one beach in the U.S. Mm -hmm. But it was... It was so nice, and the the water didn't get deep very fast, so Asher could, like, go play in the water, and if he tripped, it wasn't going to be, like, yeah. it wasn't all of a sudden going to be over his head or something. Like, he could kind of splash around and play a little bit in the water without it being, without, obviously, he's not that great of a runner. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so we still had to watch him real close, but it wasn't as bad. Yeah. And it was warm. The water was so warm. Mm-hmm. We had my birthday while we were down there. and That was a lot of fun. All I wanted to do was take Asher to the beach, so we did that. Mm-hmm. And then we ate good food, like I said. Uh, Jill, Cole's mom, watched the boys one evening while we went out with mm-hmm. Jeremiah and Lexi, and that was super fun. We went to happy hour and had oysters. oysters. And then we went to uh, kind of a speakeasy style restaurant that we all ordered seafood. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And Kaiser and Sunny are there too. And we got to hang out with Indy and them. That was a lot of fun. We miss you guys. Mm-hmm. I don't think you watch, listen to our podcast though. So it's whatever. So screw you guys. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> But yeah, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, it was warm and it was like cold in Colorado that week. So Asher is definitely a beach baby, baby, and Callum is not. It made it so hard to like leave though, because just watching how happy Asher was, he loved it he at was the so beach. Happy. And just the best part about vacation this time was was first of all like how much Asher loved the beach, but it was just being able to like spend every day. You know, you, Lee and I go to work. And the boys go to daycare, and they like daycare, at least I think. Um, you and know, on weekends, you catch up. And at night, you catch up because you have to get ready for the next day. But this was Alex spending every day like making them happy, mm-hmm. like going to the pool and thinking about where what beach we'll take them to and all these things we can do for them that they might have fun. And, and that will be fun for us too. But So that was – I miss that because that was just so, like, heartwarming. It was yeah. a very, like, heart-filling. F- it filled up the old heart tank. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely worth it. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we do get to get do that. Something like that again soon, but... Asher, the reason why we bought the tickets in the spring or whatever is because Asher turns two. 
Yeah. And which... when your kid turns two, you have to get a, he has to, they can no longer be a lap. Again, that's what they say, but they didn't check his birth certificate. Either way, not neither of them. None of them checked, so. Yeah. So. And they didn't check when we were in uh We could always tell a little fibberoo. Little fib, just move the. What? Move the year by a year. Uh-huh. He's like 16. But then we'd have to do it again, and that was exhausting. <laughs> yeah. So honestly, we're going to do a road trip. <laughs> No, we're not. Yeah. That sounds crazy. So we're going to stay right here where we're, we're stay at. in Colorado for the rest of our lives. Which is sad because I want to take us to the beach again. I just don't. I want someone. I want, like, to hire a nanny. And the nanny would, like, take them to on the plane. Yeah, Cole and I will sit in first class, which we are accustomed to. <laughs> and the nanny will sit in the back with the children. Yeah. Yeah, um, but it was really good. We had a lot of fun. We celebrated my birthday. Oh, I already said that we celebrated my birthday down there. But um, I know, happy birthday, Cole. It was my birthday. <laughs> Turned thirty-two. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. So what did we do after Florida? Uh, we got back on like the fifteenth or something like that. Sixteenth, seventeenth. Which was like a month ago. What did we do for the last month? Uh, I finished training for my marathon. Oh, yeah. That was right after. So I finished training for the marathon. And that, well, when we got back, we had two weeks left of marathon training, I think. Um, I thought it was like October 22nd or something. Um... I think it was one week. Maybe it was one week. Yeah. Yeah, because I got back. Um, and it, uh, yeah, I can't remember the whole thing, but it was like right before vacation, I ran like a 12 miles right before vacation because I was still on the middle, like on the way down of like the recovery kind of thing. So anyways, um, yeah, so we got back and then maybe one week after vacation was the actual marathon day. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I've said that I've been training for a marathon, right? We've yeah, talked about that yeah we've here, talked about it. I think. Anyways, my coworker and I have kind of been training for a marathon. We were. Um, and I... That was originally scheduled for last year. Well, it was the half marathon. And then it got pushed back to May of this mm-hmm. year. And then it got pushed back again. And when it got pushed back again, they upgraded to a marathon. Yeah. So, anyways, decided to run the marathon, and um, anyways, it got close to the, that the marathon day, and I was definitely having some anxiety about it um, because I had never really struggled with this before. But in the last, kind of towards the very end of marathon training, I started struggling with like pooping. <laughs> I don't even know. It's like I think it's something runners like deal with. Okay. If we're being honest, he had to poop once during a run, and it ruined him for, like... I get I hyper-focus on stuff, and I get really bad anxiety about negative experiences that I've had. So, all of a sudden, the thing that happened one time, all this is going to be a guarantee, and he has to make this whole Well, twice. That's why it kind of... I think it became... So, on my 16-mile run, I was running, um, and, and I had to, like... 
yeah, I just had to like run back and go to the bathroom. And, and I didn't really think too much of it. I was like, that was kind of weird. Uh, that kind of weirded me out. And then the next long run, two weeks later, I did the same thing. And I ate a big pasta meal, but like a dairy pasta, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, ended up having to go to the bathroom twice on that run. Um, and so I was having issues there. So, um, so anxiety, so anxiety. So anyways, I started to plan out his poop plan and I always had to have a poop plan. And anyways, I was just having anxiety about the run. I was having like, Oh my gosh, what if I don't finish? And just, you know, just probably pretty normal stuff. But, um, anyways, so yeah, we had the, the marathon and that on the day of the marathon, the one that we did, uh, you have to go meet up with like a bus in the morning, and they bus you way up into the mountains. How far did you run? For those that don't know, how far a marathon is? A marathon is twenty six point two miles. Right, which is a really long way. Yeah, and so if you're from Fort Collins and you know where Mishawaka is, oh, it's, it's further than Mishawaka. <laughs> thirteen, almost thirteen miles more than Mishawaka. Way further than Mishawaka. The half marathon started pretty close to Mishawaka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they just, they ran all the way to downtown, like where the courthouse is around there. Yep. That's really, that's where the finish line was. Yeah. So that was really hard. Um, but we got up there, we started off, we, we decided to kind of take a slower pace and, and I'm glad we did. And, and so we, you know, we just kind of started going and uh, the road was a little curved, which kind of or like crowned, which kind of um, hurt my ankle a little bit, but, um, did really good, and we we kind of stayed on pace of what we thought we were gonna do the whole time. The whole goal of this this marathon, our first marathon specifically, was to make it like to to we wanted to number one we wanted to finish the marathon. That was like goal number one. Mm-hmm. Goal number two was to run the entire time and not like have to take any rest breaks. We walked um, a few times like you know, as you're coming to those, like some waters, like water stations and, and we kind of slow down to a walk to grab the water and, and then throw it back like a shot, you know, and we'd be kind of taking some steps during that, Mm -hmm. but we never like, we're like, okay, I'm I'm like tired. So I'm going to walk, you know, Um, that was the goal is to never have to do that. So, and then the third goal, this is like, we said this like way a long time ago was like, originally it was like, this is if, depending on how fit we are, we wanted to stay at like around 10 minutes. Like around 10 minute miles. Um, and that wasn't happening. <laughs> so um, I think we probably could have done that on a half marathon. That's probably a good pace I could have kept this time on fitness level. My first half marathon, I like was skinnier, weirdly enough. And um, well, you had done the 100 days of sweat. 100 days of sweat. Close. I was a little bit, I also hurt myself, I think, going too fast um, and or injured myself. So I wanted to stay injury free too. So I was a little freaked out of that again. But I ran like 9.30 pace the whole time. Um, so anyways, I was hoping I could run a, a full marathon at 10. Um, but anyways, that was just would have been way too exhausting. So we ended up going a lot slower, like 11. Um, ended up being like 11.15 or something like that. Um, after, if you don't include the... Uh, I, did, I did have to go to the bathroom one time, but not, not poo-poo, just pee-pee. I mean, it's a five-hour run. Yeah, so I was running for like five hours. So I think I stopped at the urinal uh, twice. Or, yeah, like the porta potties to go pee, um, and one of the times there was like a um, like a slight weight kind of thing. So we didn't count that as like a, we're taking a break, mostly because it was literally like in the first three miles. <laughs> so we weren't even like tired at all. But there was unfortunately a few minute, like a not a few minute, but like a 
you know, we had to stop and kind of wait for a few people to go to the bathroom real quick. Um, either way, uh, it was crazy. We ran and then towards the very end, like the last four or five miles, we're like, that's where you kind of, your fitness is, you're at the very end of your muscles. Because how far had you had you run The furthest before? I'd ever ran was 20 miles before. And that training run was was good. It was really, it was a good training run. It was really like, um, I didn't have any, I didn't, I didn't have any poopy issues, um, stuff like that. I can't remember if I stopped to try to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I did. Um, and I did. So, um, but I like purposefully stopped and tried to go. So I didn't like feel like I had to like emergency poop. Um, but anyways, uh, it was it going with that? Oh, 20 miles. I talking about poop. <laughs> Two, or 20 miles. And I did learn that, like, there was, like, a, like a 16-mile mark. I really started, like, I think they call it, like, bonking or something like that and running. Bonk. And so you're, but it was, I was, like, at the end of my calorie. I was, like, I was burning more calories than I was taking in. And I was taking in 100 calories, like, every three miles because I, like, eat these little goops. So I, luckily, I packed a bagel with me for some reason. Oh, just because I think I... No, you didn't. You asked... Jeremiah no, I did have a bagel. To bring you... I did have it. Oh, yeah. You said that you'd share it with you. <laughs> well, that was on the run. It was never part of the plan. I But I was like, I don't think I'm going to need this today. And so later, Jeremiah was running with us. And I was like, yeah, I'll split this with you. And then later on, I was like, I pulled this out. And I was like, I started eating it. And then Jeremiah was like... And I, I talked... I like said up to him, I'm like, Jeremiah, I'm not... Like, I can't share this with you. I'm like, it is helping me so much. And I am like... I was running on, like, felt like what fumes, you know, kind yeah. of thing. And I knew Jeremiah was only running, like, um, he was running 12 miles that day, so that's nothing It's like small. the furthest he's ran. Yeah, we were all running the furthest Because he ran. was running the half marathon. But anyways, I was I was dying, so I ate the whole thing. And then I did give him my Stroop and Waffle um, later on. But um, that, was a, that was a hard run. So I knew that 20 miles was going to be hard. But we got into the marathon. I ran about 21-ish, 22-ish. Before my body was like, oh, like well, now we're we're pretty done. We're done now with, and so we tried to keep our pace up as much as we could, and we did like pretty good. But that's where it became really mental, and you're very much like trying to encourage each other and trying to like just kind of keep putting one foot in front of the other and like keep going, yeah, and just counting down the miles because you know relatively like that you're running an eleven, you know, about eleven minutes as you you know you're in your mind saying I can do. 11 more minutes, you know, mm-hmm. and then you get to that next mile and you're like, awesome, 23 miles, only three more miles to go. Okay. That's 30 minutes, which sounds like a lot and it is, but, um, I don't know. You're kind of like breaking it down. You're trying all the different tactics in your mind to be like 30 more minutes only, you know, and you're trying all these different ways to try to, um, compartmentalize or whatever mm-hmm. and figure and it Asher out. Asher was but... sleeping. So Callum and I got to go to two different spots to cheer for him yeah and i ran by leah one time and that really gave me like a little boost and then we ran by him her again her and callum and, and that was another little boost and yeah. so that really helped and the but, second time she was like i am dying <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. but that yeah one, so that one was like three miles to the end though yeah and we came around the the last like half mile you know you're starting to be like okay like I, i'm I've done it, you know. Yeah, like you can hear the music and people yeah. cheering. You're still so exhausted, but you're speeding up because your mind's like telling you, like you're done, you know. So we got a little faster right there at the end, and came around the corner, finished up, and 
And um, it was really cool, like, to be able to finish that and say that we've done it and um, still meet, you know, a few of our goals to finish, obviously, and then to finish without walking and to finish injury-free and all that stuff. So um, pretty good. I didn't really have any – I have no, like, long-term issues. Definitely had, like – I pretty much lost, like, half my toenail on my, like, right big toe. But, yeah. But no, like – injuries like last time when you hurt your knee and with your half and or was it your hip no my knee. your knee was hurting before it's knee related to the hip yeah but yeah but no long-term injuries or anything like that or or semi-long-term i guess it's not a long-term so now i want to keep running i'm going to do a half another half marathon in the spring um i want to go for a little faster and keep the fitness level up it's just now that it's winter is coming it's hard to stay motivated to run because it's cold outside. It's cold and it's, it's dark. It's dark. Yeah, and those are two things that make it tough because yeah, I used to be a very big like winter person because honestly I was like I love snowboarding and I love playing video games, so I hate when people are like, "Eh, it's nice outside. Go outside." outside? Yeah, and I was like, "No, that's stupid. We should just stay inside and play video games." But now that I kind of like running, um, well, I like running now. It's like I I actually do appreciate the warmness because I can go out and run and I enjoy running. Um, and I don't snowboard as much anymore. So, yeah. So anyways, but we'll keep going. I'll let you guys know what the next goal is. Um, actually I already said it kind of, but um, maybe have marathon, have marathon in the spring and I'll maybe more, be more specific, but figure it out. Yeah. But it was awesome. What's I'm glad that the training's over, honestly. Yeah, the training was the There's hardest part. There's a lot part. of the big time commitment. And Especially towards the end on the weekends. Yeah. Because I'd be like, all right, babe, i got to go run 18 miles, which is going to take me. So I'll be back in uh, three and a half hours. Plus the travel plus time, shower time. Plus whatever amount of time it's going to take me to go to Einstein's afterwards, and then I'm going to be completely worthless the rest <laughs> of the day. So I was only worthless on a few, the 20 miles. Talk tomorrow. <laughs> the 18 miles I was worthless. The 20 miles I was probably worthless. So like probably only two of them. And honestly, I was probably fine the 18. Like I think I'm pretty sure it was just the 20 that I was like really worthless. You were pretty tired. Yeah, but the On 16 weekends. I was fine. Long runs, you were tired. Yeah, but then I didn't nap. The only time I napped was like the 20 mile one. It doesn't matter. I don't care about the napping. I care about you changing diapers. Oh, and chasing okay. the kids around. I don't believe and us going to the park, and huh, and me sleeping in. So I don't remember. I remember that I like for the most part was was still fine after most of these long runs. Oh, you did way better than I would. But you I were like... still tired. You're tired. Okay. Physically, you're tired. Physically, emotionally, and spiritually, you're full. Yeah, but physically, <laughs> I was sometimes okay. I think we're not gonna come to a we're okay. We're not gonna come to a point of agreement here. Um, I think it's somewhere in the middle. Probably. Let's agree that. Probably. Um. Okay. So. Um, what do we do after the marathon? After the marathon. We've been busy since our vacation. We have not stopped. We went on vacation. We did the marathon weekend. Mm-hmm. We went to Lyman for... Oh, that next weekend we went hunting, I think. Mm-hmm. 
or the weekend, the next weekend. Maybe it was, I don't even know. Yeah, that was last weekend. But either the way, last, the last, the weekend before weeks. last weekend. Yeah. After that. So, yeah. So, two weeks after the marathon, we went hunting. We all went out there. Four of us that went hunting had buck tags. We got buck tags. We got four bucks. We harvested some, some bucks. Um, Nick and Shawnee had a baby two days before that, so Nick did not join. That's your brother. That's my brother and sister-in-law. Little baby Lucas was born, and he's cute, and he's tiny, and we love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love him. <laughs> but yeah, we all went, we got to, we got a bunch of meats for everyone, so we harvested that up, and yeah. And that's a lot of work. It, it's so much fun, and it's a fun tradition to have, but it is a lot of work, and it's mm-hmm. a tired, and it's, uh, it's not a relaxing weekend. Yeah. And then that was the I feel like there was something else last, I was going to say, and though. Then on, oh, about Andy? I feel like there was something that we were going to say about that. No? You got a buck? Oh, I was going to talk about the heart. So, anyways, I wanted to just talk about this really quick. Um, really quick. Um, so we made a heart. Like we keep the hearts, and we make a heart recipe. So the other we. Call and I. Okay. Like the. Heart. Yeah, we we like the heart. And we like Meat Eater, the show. The show Meat Eater on Netflix. I think we've talked about it on here before. Who's actually the sponsor of this podcast? Uh, this episode of the Parent Nest. Steve hit me up. And um. <laughs> So we made the heart recipe, and it was really cool. It was like you make, you cut the heart up um, into these little slabs, and then you do like a rub that's coffee, brown sugar, salt, pepper, all that stuff. Um, and then you sear it up, or not sear it, but you grill it. Not you grill fry it, it, you fry it, fry it, pan fry it. Um, cast iron skillet. Cast iron skillet, and then you take that out and um, pour whiskey in there, and mm-hmm. then put butter in and make this like, emulsified butter sauce with whiskey Mm -hmm. and then you pour that whiskey over the steak Mm -hmm. and it was so good if anyone's interested hit us up we Um, also cooked some steaks like that as well because uh, jeremiah and lexi were over and we were afraid that there wouldn't be enough and there wasn't okay next topic what was it it was delicious the next weekend we went to what do we do I had it before you started talking about deer steaks. Um, oh, the con- the next Thursday was Veterans Day, and Cole and I are both government employees now. Yeah. So we both got it off, and the babysitter did not take it off, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Cole and I had our first kids-free day, day. off. Yeah. It was great. We went to Meow Wolf. Went to breakfast. Friends. Went to breakfast. Breakfast might have been my favorite part of the day. Honestly, it was probably one of the best parts. <laughs> yeah. And then Meow Wolf is like an art, kind of a weird. And interactive art. art yeah. Like it's a, it's like you walk in, it's like a different environment. Dimension. Dimension is what they call it. But the art is the, the place. Like you yeah. walk in and it's like a rainforest kind of thing. But the rainforest, it's not like a normal rainforest it's like it's from another dimension there's like creatures and different fauna and flora and it's awesome all these different things there's like a street district that was kind of like a post-apocalyptic another dimension like a cyberpunky yeah cyberpunk yeah kind of thing mad max is kind of what i thought 
like with this neon lights and stuff like that. Yeah, I thought like Neo Tokyo yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. And then what was the third dimension? Um, like a religion. It was like a temple. Oh yeah, it was like a temple. Like some temples. And that was and pretty stuff. cool too. It was really beautiful. It was kind of interactive. They had locals that they called them, people that you could interact with. But and then we went to lunch afterwards, and it was I had some some. It was a good day. It was a lot of fun. Drink at a, a place, and yeah, got to relax, and so mm-hmm. that was very exciting. And then we got home, exciting. and our battery was dead in our truck, and we had to get jumped. And... Oh my gosh! But that was. <laughs> We literally showed up like right in time to pick up the boys. We're we like, literally, yeah. I said it like I was like, "Oh, we could not have timed this more perfectly." And then I left tried. the lights on in my truck. And then we tried to start the truck, and we had to start. So because of that, I've drained the battery, and since then, I've had to spend one hundred and seventy five dollars on a new battery. Yeah, so it must have been kind of on its last last month, anyways. But still, that yeah. is annoying. And then this last weekend was Asher's birthday. Yeah. So I kind of talked about that already, and I wanted to talk about that a little more. I mean, obviously, we can talk about his birthday party well, and the fact that we got him gifts. Nobody wants cry fest here. I'm not going to cry on the podcast, <laughs> but I literally did cry, and I'm getting really, really, really emotional lately, and especially when I think about Asher. And mm-hmm. if we're, I made a post, obviously, on my own Instagram about how, like, Asher's growing up, and he's starting to, like, it's already been two years, and that's wild, and I've loved it, and it's made my life so much better, and being a dad like asher's birthday is not only special because it's my son's birthday but it's special because it's the day i became a dad and there's like you look like leah's looking at me like smiling like as if i'm gonna start crying which i'm not going to <laughs> but never know. i wouldn't do that in front you of people it? which i'm public change you don't know it's true i, mean, I probably will be eventually yeah. like that but right now i'm not like that continue so Anyways, I um, I don't know. It just makes me like I get I get very nostalgic nowadays. Like, there's been honestly, there's been times where I've been putting Asher to bed, and he'll lean on me and lay on me, and I'll think, how many more times do I get to do this? And I'll start crying, and I'll just have tears coming down my face. Not like, <laughs> but like just tears coming down my cheeks because mm-hmm. I start thinking about that. And okay, Lee's yeah, holding my okay. hand. Okay. I don't need comfort, and I'm tough. And, but yeah, so I started thinking about that a lot and how sad I was that Asher was growing up and it's been two years and it's gone by so fast. And I was telling someone the other day that I feel like Asher's birthday is, you know, it's been the time of reflection and all this for me, but, um, I feel like it's when I'm, when I was in high school and then obviously college and all that, it still felt like you're young and you feel like life is just going to take so long. And it does. It's not like life feels like it's shorter now, but like I feel like it just feels like it goes by so fast. And it's I don't know what it is. Like it's like as soon as you have kids, you start feeling like it's flying by. And again, I think we've talked about this before, but that might be that because there's so much change. Yeah. I look at a picture of Asher when when Callum was born. That was nine months ago, and he looks like a baby. So and Asher looks like a man right now. <laughs> He's got peach fuzz on his upper lip. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) But he does. He looks like a little toddler. And that's way different than he looked nine months ago. So they're going through so much change and doing different things and learning different things and, like, their mannerisms and all that's changing and ending. And he wants to read books. Now he doesn't want that. He wants to lean on you. Now he doesn't. It's like 
there's so many like not first and last, but like just ups and downs, and it makes you like I don't know. For me, I'm just like accounting all this stuff, and I'm like, so it's made me very sad and very happy. But I've loved being a dad, so it's been it was a good time, and we got to celebrate Asher with some some friends and some family, and give Asher some presents, and that was really fun. It was. It was the first time because obviously last Christmas he didn't really care yeah very much and didn't he didn't really care too much about his toys or anything when he opened it he'd kind of think it was cool for a second but he didn't sit there and play with it and this time he like thought it was cool to get the presents and he wanted to play with them right away and and so that's kind of fun and cute to see Mm -hmm. and which i feel like is a normal thing for a kid but when it's a really little kid they don't really care (laughs) But, yeah. So, next month is Christmas. Yeah. Next week is Thanksgiving. Yeah. But we got actually more toys as we do. Yeah. So. And then Christmas, he'll more. probably get more toys. Yeah, honestly, probably. I'm sure he will. We got to get him clothes. We've we've done a good job of stocking up clothes. Up till like even like with when before Callum was here, we had a decent selection of like eighteen month old clothes, mm-hmm. and now we're we've had to buy some to like fill that gap. But we've done a pretty good job, and now we're very much at the end of it. So now we're gonna have to. St- we have zero two T clothes. Yeah, we're at the well, point. Well, we where, got a lot of hand me downs, and then we stopped getting hand me downs. And we're at the point now where the the um, babysitter has been like, pack this extra thing or whatever and pack his snow boots and we're like oh he doesn't actually (laughs) oh does he have mittens we're like oh Um, geez yeah he does have mittens well i know but all these things that we're like oh we're gonna have to go get that yeah every year for the next of his life because he won't fit it year after year yeah so so we just need to do some shopping and we're gonna go to thrift stores so i don't even care those things like snowsuits and stuff, it's gonna fit him for one year. Mm-hmm. Well then Callum. We're gonna get a used one that a kid wore once. Some stinky kid. I don't even care, I'll wash it. Ugh. Oh whatever. Stinky kids. <laughs> stinky kids. Gross. My kids only wear name brand babies. Okay. What what snowsuit is he gonna get? Patagonia. What coat is Asher wearing? Old Navy? I want to call Old Navy name brand. <laughs> is it not? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is an Old Navy coat, and I don't think it's name brand. Huh. Is okay. it? Is the Old Navy name brand? I guess it kind of is, because everybody knows what it mm-hmm. is. I don't know. Leah and I still are very tired. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what else to update. We're, we have like five minutes left to the pot. We don't Asher have- still does not sleep through the night. Asher or Callum? Callum does not. I mean, Asher does. Asher has not woken yeah. up through the night in a couple months now. So yeah. that's awesome. Callum still wakes up and has a bottle. Um, there's a fire in Estes right now, just to date this video. So my life is super boring and Cole's is fun. No. No. <laughs> My work's been a little bit busy the last few days, but that's kind of that's that's kind of exciting. So that's what I mean. 
is that when there's a fire, my life gets really boring because I'm literally the only person in the office and nobody is there. Yeah. And then Coles has to work 10 hours. So. Yeah. But it's kind of brought back some Cameron Peaky vibes. So it makes me like, I don't know, I'm less excited about this. And I mean, I'm never excited about there being a fire that's going to impact people, but it's exciting to to be busy at work and do the stuff that you train to do. So that's kind of why it's sometimes exciting yeah. to be able to put those things to practice. So, um, but at the same time, it's Cameron Peak, for those that listened back then, was like such a long incident. And so. Months yeah. long, in case you don't remember. Yep. And to be honest, I also had yes like a few days ago. I was gonna take it off. So when they called us to be like, yeah yesterday, yeah yesterday, when they called us big, there's this incident. I was like, dang it. Calls literally like had the day off, and then the fire started first thing in the morning, probably at like fire started probably at like just after seven. Just after seven, because we got the call at like seven forty-five or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was really close to home, so they started doing evacuations right right away. And it was super windy. So Yeah. Um and then that's really all we have. Thanksgiving is next week. We're going to Lyman. The holidays are simplified this year because Cole family moved to Florida. And we're not doing that again. Uh uh-uh. So We're staying home, I think, for this Christmas. Yeah, we're just going to take it easy. We're pretty excited about it. We're going to open presents in, at our house. Okay, we haven't talked about that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you better not be planning about taking me somewhere else. <laughs> Sounds like right after this episode's over, Lee's about to drop a bomb on me. No, we have not talked about staying home for Christmas. Wait, you just said that. Christmas we're just excited morning? about it. Yes. Oh, now you're wanting to get up and pack our children and go away? I don't know what you're talking about. We've never done that. <laughs> well, no, we've never stayed home for Christmas. That's what I mean. I meant do Ow. a lot of traveling. Like, usually we go to Christmas at in Lyman, and then, or Christmas Eve in Lyman, and Christmas Day we go all the way to Summit County, and the next day go to Fort Collins. And so it's like mm-hmm. eight hours of travel in a weekend. Mm-hmm. Two, four. I guess it's only six hours of travel. But still, so we're excited to have holidays simplified. Yeah, we're, we'll find out what that's going to look like. Yeah. Here soon. We're kind of wanting to take it easy, though. We'll figure out. So if you have means. nothing to do for Christmas, hit us up. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll come to your house. Yeah. We'll just show up. Probably. All right. Well, I think that's about it. I can't think of anything else. So we're coming in on an hour here. No, we we got in two and a half months. I mean, do we even need to do a podcast once a month? We, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, we do. Okay. Yeah, we do. I like talking about articles and I like talking about things and bringing up stuff to laugh. So we about. can duke it out. On, yeah, I like that. On, uh, and not duke it out about where we're going for Christmas. Yeah. That's true. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Bear Nest. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.